1: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network.
0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary, it's your girl Cat Daddy. And Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur. And we're coming at you live into your ear holes and we're talking, oh, well they're not talking yet, but we're pulling up with a double feature. This week we're talking about Disturbing Behavior, 1998 film, and The Faculty, another 1998 film. Oh boy, these both of these films cover teens who are going through various situations, um, some horror, some sci-fi. Lots of weird shit. There's adults doing weird stuff in both movies. Um, one movie has a parasitic thing going on. Another one is also an invasive parasitic thing, but not exactly like the other. So, Shabam, double feature.
1: Yes. Wildly enough, I want everyone to know that I'd never heard of disturbing behavior until, like, two years ago when we did our first back-to-school episode. Uh, so, we do have one from 2020, and I went back It was like... I had looked it up, you know, school, it's on the list, and I had never heard of it. Wildly enough for the faculty, my ass went to the theater for that, because Usher, 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 Gail! Usher, 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 I gotta stop. He was in the movie, me and my mama and my, I feel like my brother went too. We all was in the movie theater for that. That was a good time. But yes, these movies are a great time. They're both on HBO Max. They're an excellent double feature to me. Okay, yes, this wasn't your choice, so I'm walking with it. It was a good choice. I'm like, no, no. Because I saw the first one. I was like, no. This with the faculty? That's That's a thing. That's a thing. Okay, so watching, so
0: backing up and reversing it. The faculty, we've covered this movie so many times on various episodes on this podcast. Disturbing behavior outside of jazz, or one of us probably was jazz. Mentioned it in our previous back to school like clusterfuck episode. I have never seen it. I need you to know that I spent, I just watched it for the first time um, as an adult. Recently, I spent the whole week calling it whatever the fuck the actual name was. I wrote "Disturbing the Peace" because I was like, "It's called Disturbing the Peace. It's called Disturbing Minds." And then I got to the end Bruh. of the movie and said, "It is Disturbing Minds." And you're probably like, "Disturbing Minds, bitch. You mean Dangerous Minds? Yeah, I, I I got them mixed up. But the end of this movie did turn into Disturbing Minds. It was Dangerous Minds, Disturbing.
1: Disturbing Minds that are Disturbing the Peace, bitch. We out here.
0: Yeah, yeah. DTP.
1: Like I just. That's,
0: where's ludicrous? <laughs> Please. Out here, get into the bag. Um, but like Jess said, both of these movies are on HBO Max. Both came out in 1988. I'm not even going to hold you. I did not see the faculty in the movie theaters, but it was a movie I remember renting um, as a family night, you know, Friday night movie for those who are new here. Howdy, for those who are not howdy again, but Friday night films or Friday night uh, movie rentals from your local video store where like so many people, you know, and probably yourself was also my family's jam. Um, and we're always choosing horror movies. Maybe every once in a while there's an action flick from my dad, but all of the choices are always horror movies. And The Faculty was one of them. Disturbing Behavior did not come across the TV screen that I was pivy to. Maybe my mom and them watched it. I'm going to have to check in with Mama Cat. Both of these movies, I agree, Jazz. I think this was a good doubleheader. Shout out to you. I wouldn't have chosen to watch Disturbing Behavior on my own. I'm kind of glad I did. I didn't hate it. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts. I know right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies where they got some teen shit. First of all, the teens are 29. Let's start here. Second of all, they're definitely 29 in both movies. And they might not be twenty nine in real life, but they're in their twenties. They can buy liquor, y'all. Like that's why there's a scene, you know what? That we'll get to later of you know the teens trying to get their hands on liquor, and I'm like, girl, just walk in the store and use your fucking ID because you're playing with us. You're playing in our fucking face. Stop doing this. <laughs> you older than a motherfucking policeman. Get your get your they ass in the our store. Face. They was playing in the face of the man in the parking lot. He just casually looked almost like, please,
0: like. <laughs> The way he looked at him, awesome. Like I'm just
1: trying to go buy my groceries. Get out of my face. I just would like some kale and some fucking onions. Leave me alone. Do not engage with me. Was walking away, baby. I was crying. This conversation is over. Denied. (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> not did not but that's kind of how it went uh this movie mm-hmm. is fun though although there's not so much plot hole well it's kind of plot holes the way they treat like uh the mental illness when you see it it's yeah. not very really good some of the lines aren't delivered the best and some of it's you know kind of cor- some corny teen movie there's shit. some shaky language that's used yeah.
0: <sighs> in both of these movies the r word um mm, i think it might be the f word yeah yep, yep. Yeah, some just, uh, definitely lots
1: of slut shaming, that kind of oh, nineties yeah. bag, you know. Films. Talking of the way that lesbians are treated or gay mm. people in general, smelly. I very smelly. But for a teen horror movie from the nineties, late nineties, early uh, it's not early I think not uh, make it there yeah. yet. I think it's pretty good to give a give a watch. You can't. Take it, don't be trying to put it like it's a masterpiece, though. Don't be like, oh, this is well acted. Mm-mm-mm. That's not what you're getting. Yes, I'm
0: crying. What if some, this is a masterpiece of someone? They are going to fight you in the parking lot.
1: Well, what's up? And oh, I want you to know I fight beach. dirty. So you're going to come up here I and say, Pocket's in, Pakistan. Side. Pakistan. <laughs> bitch. No, you play with me. I'm definitely going to tase you. Do not do not try to walk up to me Her, in person you and try to fight me over a fucking horror movie opinion. It's not that deep. It's, you you can just you can enjoy the movie it's fine. I know people I like some movies that Did people hate. Did you say hey, you could I, do this work? You can get this work. You can catch these hands ready for everybody. You can get this work, and you can enjoy this movie if you want to. That's what I thought I heard, and I'm fucking screaming. Oh, I don't know if that's what I said, but I just <laughs> need to know. I, look. I'm slamming this red bull down because we're it's the morning, uh, and I'm. <laughs> is it it's, because I've already? I mean, I know it is, but I've got the wine in my cup, gu- and I'm. Oh, I've all had all two else. shots before this. Lol. Her yes. I completed the the first week of school. I'm very proud of me. And I had a great fucking week. Although I worked really hard and I stayed late every single day. I am really excited about teaching this year. But yes. um, Listen, I'm not teaching this year, but I am excited about the school year. Shout out
0: to the educators. I am. I'm very excited. It's going to be shaky. I already
1: know that. Oh, it's going to be shaky as hell, but but I am here here for the ride. Let's go. Oh, yes. And I'm about to keep this mask on my face, but I'm about to be in here teaching these kids and, you know, and shout out to all the people, if you're listening and you sent me school supplies, y'all, please. Oh my God. I got so much to, I had so much school supplies. I had to put the school supplies in a suitcase over the course of days and drag that bitch to school. I have enough composition books for all the students who don't have composition because they was right ra- out every class. They raised their hand. They don't have no book. I, then I was able to give them one. They don't have That's this. Wonderful. They got pencils. They, they, everybody got all, everything. We get new Spanish dictionaries. I'm about to order that. Everybody yes. about to have everything and I'm really you excited. You need a lot more Spanish dictionaries? Um, that's the only thing I'm working on now, just get more, just cause you know, it's, um, it's a situation where it's not just my class, but there's another set of students. So there's oh, another set of 160 yeah. students who need care as well for the same subject and content. So I am trying to, you know, make sure all 300 students get what they need, LOL. Yeah. Um, but I am happy America- to do it. America, but America. we about to have a great school year, and I'm going <laughs> to teach these kids with all my heart because I'm excited about Wonderful. Spanish. I'm a nerd, anyway. Shout out to um, everybody that's listening, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> Everybody's though? like, "What's going on?" We're just yes. disp- it's, it's gonna be a lot of no, but water. Yes, it's. I mean, it's a school episode, and we are educators, and we've been educators for nearly a. We're moving towards a decade, friend. Mm-hmm. We're moving towards the decade. Mm-hmm. I this is my fifth school year as a middle school teacher, just just middle school. I did pre K. That's before. wild. I it's am a- out of the classroom, but I'm still in the building. Let's go. Listen, no, you you the person with the keys to the walkie, bro. I am. I'm aggressively <laughs> walking down the hallway every day. I, I, talk, I, you be I told you, been walking past as
0: shit. <laughs> I told people to do a pre-service. So I was like, if you see me, you usually see me aggressively walking down your hall be like, do, 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 hello, and then pop right out the room. That's me. I like to make sure everything is going well um, and making sure everything is doing what they need to do operationally. Let's get it.
1: Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it involved, engage administration. We love to see Mm, it. mm, Uh, mm, (laughs) mm. Well, we are here to talk about this movie. Let's do an overview of both of these movies. Mm -hmm. So, and then do a spoiler alert so we do not forget because I am super excited and I love school based horror. It's such a fun time because I get to examine the classroom practices, the school building, the teens and their behavior. It's just, yes, it, it just, it's so much to talk about, because this is my forte. So, Disturbing Behavior, 1998. This new kid goes to a school with his... A new town and a new school yes. with his family after a tragedy. And the teens are interesting for reasons. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: fitting in is not always the best,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah, conformity. Lots of conformity. And conformity is a running theme in both of these movies. Yeah. It's a running theme in both of these movies. And I didn't even think about that until I was watching. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. I just had picked them because I... (laughs) High school hierarchies or school hierarchies as well or caste systems. Yeah. We'll talk about that in general too because that is a thing that exists. Like, there is documented in peer-reviewed work. (laughs) I wouldn't pay for it. And I'm not like a scholar on that, but there are actual scholars on this. So if you go to have a database that you have access to, like maybe JSTOR or something, or, you know, public library, you can find documentation. I don't, I've never used it for that because mm. my Oracle does something else. Mm. Um, I, Oracle can
0: use all kinds do, do yeah. various things though.
1: Yeah. But I, nice I remember stuff. JSTOR or other stuff and just walking in through like the college joints. And of course, I was a student all the way up until last spring. So I, I was in here reading these articles, especially about teen behavior and adolescence and, you know, their psychology and their growth. So, you know, they be in here really creating hierarchies because they need to type, be the top bitch. They really feel like that it feeds their self-esteem sometimes. Like, I, if I am not cool, that's why kids be doing anything to be cool. Because if you are not cool, that is that is like a top priority as a teen and as an adult you don't give a fuck because rent is due <laughs> peer pressure.
0: now some of them adults still be caught falling they to do. That peer
1: pressure baby and They I'm do, like, girl we at your big age but peer pressure like the peer pressure or the you see what how they're acting or what they have or the, even the parents see what other kids have why can't you be like this you know, that kind of situation. Mm, mm. But yeah. who we could talk about that, all that. And also just the idea of self-legend with teenagers thinking they could do anything and not die. They think they can do 90 miles an hour and do, do drugs and backflip on the concrete and just do fucking anything and not die because of self-legend, which is also something that's documented. They don't the idea that it could be happened to them is like way further away than the, maybe the reality of it. So, you know, the, the a reality of you doing like some kind of grind on a skateboard or breaking your arm, you might have a 30, you know, 25, Why 30% chance. On a
0: skateboard.
1: Yeah. My <laughs> my little brother broke his arm on a skateboard when he was five. Oh. He blamed it on me. So don't don't feel sorry for him. I oh. I, I almost got in trouble for that. I was like, I, did, I, was, I told him not to do it. And he looked me dead in my eyes and said, YOLO. <laughs> did it anyway, and then his arm got sure. caught in the gate and snapped. Yo, um, and I was like, Uh, mom, my <laughs> nah. yeah. like Michael's him, arm is hurt. Quick? Um, he was in there and said, Jasmine did it. Ah. To be ha. fair, all right, to be fair, he was like four or five, he was like five, so I'm like, I could understand why a small child would just start blaming somebody. Like, Laugh. cause you did cause you're older. You're supposed to protect me, but I did try to protect you, and you didn't listen to my words.
0: <laughs> I told you, Fritz. You went rogue, like most, most rogue. people like to do. He went rogue. We had a plan, and he okay. said, "Fuck that plan."
1: He's all right now. He's uh his arm is not broken. I don't think he's broken another bone since. I think that he, he learned his lesson right. with that one. My older brother's broken several bones over several times because I've never broken a bone to this day. That's me knocking. My older brother's been hit by a car, so yikes! He didn't look both ways. Don't okay. again. Don't feel bad for like him. He's okay. Weight. He's okay. He just didn't. I know somebody else say yikes. Yeah, he, uh, he's okay. all right. He's all right. His his ribs are bruised. He's okay. This happened all like right. five years ago. He's all right. All right. <laughs> get your money. Get your checker. Now get your buddy. Get your. Well, and, and, and I uh, in Virginia, like the laws are different. I don't think Virginia's he, a terrible place. Yeah, I don't think he got money for that because in DC he would have been rich. <laughs> he would have been paid. It's a sign on damn it every quarter that lets you know
0: the as du- a driver, a. you hit these niggas if you want to. <laughs> I don't care if they're walking in the crosswalk and they're not walking in the crosswalk, and I understand how frustrated that is because they're just walking into the street. But you hit them if you want to. You're going to prison, and they're finna get a check. You're going to owe them money.
1: And I'm not going to prison. I will just sit there with tears running down my face while I watch you Harlem shaking traffic. I'm going to just look at you. (laughs) Because they do so casually. Um,
0: And (laughs) the faculty. Basically, the faculty of a school, they're not not being their normal teacherly selves. They're being weird. They're being strange. And you find out, or the students kind of realize that... um, not only are the, the 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 administration is being strange. There's some sort of parasitic uh, body snatching going on, and now they have to work to solve this detrimental issue. That is the faculty. Bah, 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 bah. We already kind of spoiling spoil this stuff. Let's go.
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah. So watch both of these movies on HBO Max, and if you don't have HBO Max, they are worth the money. I yes. would recommend paying for both of these to rent at least. I would. I would own the faculty, honestly, the way I've, well, I haven't had to rent it because it's been streaming, but I would buy it. If I seen it on a shelf, I would pick it up. i would pick it up immediately.
0: Okay. I agree. I feel like the faculty is a movie. That I would definitely also buy. I don't own it yet because, as you said, that you know I agree with you. I, we've been so lucky to just be able to stream it. Um, but as I we talked about before, as people have been talking about, pre everything is not going to be available to stream. So if I came across this at like a, a bin situation or a con or somebody's little shop or a store or whatever, I would totes buy it. If the, you know what, maybe I'm gonna just search the
1: internet later, just in case. I mean, I'm sure it's on on a website or. At Target, uh, somewhere for the low, because you know Halloween's coming around. They're starting to push that horror stuff to the front. Because I definitely seen <laughs> a Pennywise um action figure at Target, and I know it was like $40 or 50 bucks. But was it another one? I think so. Oh, they so, have really good ones. That's yeah. What I so to mine in the background. Yeah, I have a Michael Myers one that you got me, and I also have a Godzilla one that I got myself. I believe, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and look at Target and just see. Maybe I just gotta run my hand across it real fast. So not really, but you know, just look at it with my eyes real close. It's gonna end up in the cart.
0: You go to Target for one thing, you come out and you not spell three hundred dollars
1: and you're trying to figure
0: out what the hell didn't happen.
1: I already got in my bubble bath stuff because you know I'm a bubble bath connoisseur and during the school As year I need to take a bubble bath at least twice a week. Like Purr, a bubble with the glass bath. Of the red. Yes, and you know I'm about to pour half the bottle in there. I don't care. I don't care. You need to get one of them glasses that's the whole Glass is the whole lot. No, I can't. I cannot. That's a lot. Yes, yes, it is. Can I drink an entire bottle of wine? Yes, Yes. but should I? No. Yes. My liver is good today. It's not going to be good tomorrow. (laughs) Please. (laughs) It might be. Through thoughts and prayers. I kind of need that liver. I don't. I guys, I don't want to go be on dialysis.
0: Sorry. Um, I'm going to quote a line from Disturbing Behavior: Science is God. Um, So,
1: with that, you could do anything. Amen. Okay. Well, you can do anything, but that also takes money. And I... You got that. It's coming (laughs) in abundance. I'm going to take care of my liver a little bit. I'm already not taking care of it by eating whatever we have here. But I'm also, you know, trying not... A a whole bottle, not on a weekday, Jesus. I... You know,
0: I judge... Not you just go ahead and do what you gotta do Do what it do, baby you know, Sometimes you just look up the bottle be gone
1: You know, or I could get a nice What I've been doing uh, Get a nice pineapple juice And you put a little seltzer in it A, squeeze a little lime mm, Put an umbrella in that bitch you love an umbrella. I do. Love, I put umbrellas in my drinks, friends, if you're listening. Yes, I do. It could be any day. It could be any kind of drink. You don't have to have no liquor in it. I could be drinking water. If I want to feel fucking festive, I'm going to stick mm-hmm. a, a little colored umbrella in there because I love those things, and I've been obsessed with them since I was a child. I mm-hmm. love umbrellas in drinks. I feel like all drinks should come with umbrellas, although that might be a little wasteful, so probably not. But I like umbrellas in my drinks.
0: So let's dive a bit into disturbing behavior. Um, We're following this new family. Um, The main character, well, first, well, the main character, actually, that's moving into this family because of the sounds that are coming out of my mouth are already out of control. Steve. Um, And Steve is playing by James Marsden. And you've seen James Marsden before. If you have not, please pause. And go to the Google machine and get it together. Beyonce's album. That woman got a hold on me, Jesus. All I hear is the lyrics in my head. And Steve and them, they're moving to, Um, they're moving from Chicago to Cradle Bay. And I'm not, where is, do you know? Did he even say where Cradle Bay is? I assume it's somewhere on the left coast.
1: You know I don't know where Cradle Bay is, girl. Oh, you, yeah, maps, you're, maps. You're asking me about directions. I'm typing Cradle Bay, Um, Disturbing Behavior, into the internet. Yeah, I don't even know um, what's real
0: place, but that's all right. It's supposed Steve... to be like
1: Washington. Okay, so it is on really? the west coast. Okay, so yeah, that's what I that I think. Yeah, Cradle Bay, Washington. That's what it seems like, but also I oh, don't know. Cradle Bay is in Utah, in Utah, but what? And yeah, it's in Utah, okay. but then it, it says Cradle Bay, Washington. On the IMDb so it might not be a real place but it is a real place you don't really just take a town name but they move to another state because nobody really knows about the town anyway it's not like a big city mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like they said oh we're in New York but then they're on the West mm-hmm. Coast they didn't do that okay well
0: um, Steve and his family uh, Steve his sister is played by our girl Catherine Isabel her name is Lindsay you have seen Catherine Isabel in Ginger Snaps you done seen her in Bones you didn't seen her in a whole lot of yes. shit yes um, just, you know, coming through, stomping through Cradle Bay and they're in here and they're going to the new local school and they link up and they, um, cl- uh, click it with their friends and they will, Steve is making friends slowly. Um, and then you learn really quickly that the high school that they're pulling up to like a lot of high schools has some sort of a caste system. And if you're not sure what a caste system is, please go ahead and go to the Google machine and educate thyself on that really quickly. I'm going to give you a second. Okay, great. So then you get there and then you find out there's the levels to the cast system. But before we even get there, we're dumped into the scene where the movie kind of opens because we see the friend. I forget the friend name, but he got the smooth hair. You um, I mean Gavin?
1: were you talking about Gavin or U.V.? Gavin, not U.V. Okay. Also, okay. was U.V. really um
0: a person who had the skin disorder? Like, I wasn't really sure. Was that somebody? Did they just dye his eyebrows and put him in makeup instead of hire, hiring someone who actually had albinism? I feel
1: like I might have said the name I, wrong. The I I, I don't know. Albinoism. I don't know. Um, skin disorder. I'm I'm really not sure because I'm looking at the cast list right now, and I did and not see anyone who was albino. Yeah, but I'm also not seeing UV either. Mm. So I'm also I'm, yeah. So I'm like I know who that. Oh. Wait a minute! No, he didn't.
0: Yeah. Okay. I've, so he dyed his eyebrows, baby. It
1: it looks like it's played by Chad Donella, and they do not look like they have any of that going on. Any pigment picture. situations going
0: on? Okay. No. Well, now I'm
1: looking right now, and I'm like, I'm I'm thinking that's what it is. I'm matter of fact. I am going to. You can keep talking. I'm going to look that friend up, please And do. I will um, come back with more information.
0: Mm. Okay. Well,
1: the the movie opens up where
0: there's like these this couple. They're in the car. They look there at like they're at some sort of somebody's version of lovers lane. There's always some sort of lovers lane situation going on. So they're in the car. And there's like a jock, and there's like a girl, and she's giving like baby golf, but not got like a soft goth, like you know, ooh, a little edgy. And she's like, you know, they're, you know, they they doing with teens or some teens, not all. Be doing it at the leather lane. They getting close in the car. They doing teen stuff. They making up. And so she's like, you know, let's get it popping. And he's like, I don't really know. Like I, I need all of my fluids. Mm. I was like, okay, who wrote this? And they kept saying that over and over again. Like I need all my fluids. And then he says to her, hey, Mary Jo, why would you do a thing like that? Like when Mary Jo shows off that tat on her ankle. And I was like, why would she not do a thing like that? Because that's a bad bitch that like the ink. I don't understand. And then they call it, he calls it self-mutilation. I said, this feels very right wing in my brain. Child. Maybe. And I just was like, that's not, I said, "What it gives MAGA. Um, so him in his MAGA jacket. And they're hanging out and the girl Mary Joe decides, well, I'm not about to have sex with you in this car because, you know, you don't want to have sex right now. Because she wanted to understand why did their makeout session abruptly end. She thought that she was going to slip the panties the side and to get it popping, but that's not what was working. And so she decided to engage in oral sex. So that's where the movie goes. And while this is happening, the young man in the car, he, it, it escalates quickly. He snaps her neck me fellatio and i was like oh and as it's happening the fans is pulling up on him there's a young man watching over yonder in the trees because he's getting high in the bushes with his dog minding this gavin shit yeah gavin just getting high in the bushes and then he's like okay this is weird and when the police show up and they ask the young man to step out the car um so the it's an older police officer and a younger police officer and the old and they're both they're both well they both seem like men they're both masculine-looking humans, um, and so they pull up, and they're like, "What the hell's going on? Come on out in the car, son. Just talk to me real quick." And the younger fed finds the young like he shines the light in the car and sees the bruises on Mary Joe's neck. Like we don't, you know, obviously he don't know it's Mary Joe, but she just slumped over to the side, and he's like, "Maybe she's sleep." And he sees the bruises. No, this is more than that. So once he realized what's going on, bow the young man get his ass up out of there. We got the fed dead. We got Mary Jo dead. And you think, just like the young man, Gavin, that's watching from the trees, like, oh, shit. Is the feds going to take him out? Ah, ah, ah. Blue lives matter. The older cop, you heard what I said, bitch. The older cop takes the young man, so it's okay. I just had, to, I, had to, I had to hold my, my juices. The same fucking weird ass sentence. So he goes, it's all good. They dump all the dead bodies on top of each other. And the young man just drives off into the sunset. And now Gavin is sick. Cause he just didn't want a double homicide,
1: and the feds helped him out. Blue Lives Matter. Oh my God! First of all, when you said double homicide, I thought of that fucking um, <laughs> I thought of that fucking TV show. I, is it the Jank with um the Puerto Rican princess? Is that her show? When the girl has I feel like it is heartfelt story, and then somebody says double homicide, and everybody's like, Yes, that's exactly. Yes, it is. Um, Jocelyn's cabaret when she says, "Spoiler alert and
0: trigger warning." When she talks about, um, I think having a miscarriage, slash uh, getting an uh, abortion, I think that's what she got. And then uh, the Jocelyn Wilder, something, It's a double homicide, man.
1: I don't even think it was Jocelyn. I think it was a bit the bitch. I thought it was somebody else on the show. It was somebody else on the show. Oh, that drugger ass. Like, yes, yeah, because everybody turned around and was like, and "She was like, I'm sorry." Immediately after they say that, because girl, you got to cut the show off at that point. Just. <laughs> It's like but on yes. that tattoo show where the dude was like, why you 24 and you look 50? The show should have immediately went to commercial. Immediately, <clears> dominoes. <laughs> like, hey, hold I on. want
0: you to, I think it was on Ink Master. I want you to know, I saw that shit and literally screamed at the TV. No, you did not ask this bitch why she looked 50 and she 24. Oh, you know life be life and like that. Don't do that. That's oh, so mean. That's and also, that's also why I don't be guessing people ages, because that's, that's also that's right. happened to me. Oh, no. It wasn't me. It was somebody else playing guess the age. In a, it was three of us standing in a circle. And you know you could figure it out. Yep. And the person was like, wow, like, I didn't know. The person next to me, they are in, at the time, they were in their late 30s. So the person who is not me or the other guy in the group, She's like, oh, yeah, you know, you. I thought you were like in your 20s. And he's like, no, no, I'm in my late 30s. And then she goes to me, well, how old are you? And I was like, says age at the time. She was like, oh, my God, I thought you were younger. And I looked at her because I'm not about to play guess the age with you hoes. I'm not doing that. So she says her age. I go, whoa, I swore mama was at least in her mid to late 30s. She was 21. I said, okay. My mouth's dropped. Okay, yep, my jaw's
1: in deal. Okay, wow. Nope. I'm going to keep that person lifted. Yeah, And you try already for them. you already know the dynamics.
0: You already know the dynamics. And I said, just, ah. It's a look.
1: That's all. Ooh, it's a look. So anyway, Steve um, and
0: his family pull up to Cradle Bay. And he hit the school. <laughs> and school is lit for all the worst reasons. Like, the cast is to beating his ass, him and his new friends. It's too much.
1: Bruh, like, this school is chaotic as hell. And I know school was a different fucking place in the 90s, right? The 90s was the Wild West. Like, teachers was leaving the kids in the classroom to take smoke breaks outside. Like, you, they was leaving children in charge of children and shit. They was just, you know, doing what whatever the fuck they was doing. And I I know it was wild. But some of the stuff that's happening in here, I'm like, is there an... Is there administration present? Do y'all have administration? Why can people smoke like fat ass doobies under the bleachers and nobody smell that motherfucking gas? Now I know it's the 90s, it's probably that Reggie, but still, I know y'all smell that dirty ass devil's lettuce. I'm, oh my God,
0: the scream I want to yell out right now, but I'm really trying to keep it together. First of all, the word doobie sends me every goddamn time. (laughs) who refers to weed as doobie. That's what he said. (laughs) Y'all play too much. We're going to start there. Two paired with one. You're asking a question about where the fuck is the administration. We find out later. The administration are all mixed up in the bullshit. So that's actually a part of the problem right there. Three paired with one. Let me talk about how Steve gets into the class. And the English teacher, I wanted to chop him in the throat. Because he's introducing, he's like, "Mr. Clark, Mr. Clark is from Chicago." I wrote it down. I think he was talking about Charles Dickens in class, and he goes, "Do you guys read Dickens in Chicago?" I leaned in on the TV and I said, "You got to stop playing me like this, okay? You and the chalkboard got to cut the shit out. Are you really asking this young man? Did do y'all read like like he's never heard of Charles Dickens before? And it's very likely, but knowing." how the U.S. education system is set up and we're all roughly reading the same 30 to 50 books over and over again yes he's heard of Charles Dickens y'all make sure we know who Charles Dickens is
1: in high school stop playing and you know what I'm very happy that my high school did not force us to read any Charles Dickens and oh, we were girl. able to read Zora Neale Hurston okay oh I had we read that too yeah, we had to we 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 did, did that to a middle school. Yeah, we to "Go Helen on the Mountain." I was it's my ninth grade read assignment. Like I had ninth grade summer school, Jane, because they made you go to summer school before my Wonderful. school. You it was mandatory, I bitch. Do. Whatever school you can't, we don't give a fuck. Freshman I'm oriented going to bring, school. You're gonna do this book report, bitch. They made us do a talent show. Me before and grade? two of, me. Yes, you 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 had to do a talent show, or you it was a requirement. Every everything was a fucking requirement. You know, guess what we did. I'm crying at the talent show being a requirement and not an option,
0: girl. What Somebody
1: dance to goodies, first of all. Okay, as they should. Hey, my goodies. Hey, my goodies. But then they tried to kick him out of the school because of that. So Okay, but was LOL. the dance tasteful for the school? It, it wasn't that wild. It, okay, it was probably what, what, wild. It was probably wild for 2004, but they were not like twerking or nothing for real, for real. They were so not what even. what was happening? I don't really, re- I, I remembered, I was like, it wasn't that even, it wasn't even that
0: bad. This like, was racist they, because Sierra is the best it dancer. Was, so but it was one, one white like person Sierra. and one black oh, person. wow, got me together.
1: But I I don't know. I just felt like they they really overreacted over that fucking dance. But uh, upset. me and two other girls with the same name, all of us, yep, we sang SWV Week. That was a good time. Amazing. Way to go for school credits. Yep. That school is great. Anyway, <laughs> back to these mm. niggas who but, are in this wild-ass school. Oh, yeah. They're are in they the school. They're just, mm-hmm.
0: I'm crying. I'm so weak. They're in the school. The school is crunk. And then you learn a lot about um, this particular group. Like, we talked a bit about the caste system. And um, what's my man's name? I keep forgetting. Is it Gavin? Gavin is breaking it down to Steve. Him, Gavin, UV, they friend. They talk about Rachel. That's the girl that's in there, too, played by Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes giving an alt girl. Um, yes. out west. I loved everything about Katie Holmes's look. She was like doing some kind of dance in the in the school. I don't know, girl. She's that song in her heart. But Gavin is getting Steve together and letting Steve know, like, hey, so here's the cafeteria. It's crunk in here. Um, welcome from Chicago. welcome from Chicago. And let me tell you about everything that's going on. Like, here's this group, and this is their um, vice is a choice. And here's this group. And that doesn't necessarily mean that this is, like, their actual vice, like a drug. But, you know, he's just trying to give him the, I guess this is that lingo for the time, shaking my shoulders. I don't know, girl. And so they get to the Blue Stripes, or, like, your jocks. And they're like, oh, they're the clean-cut kids. They run, like, the fake sales. But they're really weird, like... He tells us like it's something else going on there, and the fact that they're called blue stripes and bl- blue ribbons, excuse me, but they like call them like the blue stripes or some shit like that. It's girl, um, and they and the blue ribbons tend to have like a quote motivational workshop after school, um, and we learn a lot more about what that looks like. But their cafeteria is real weird. It's set up like Mean Girls. If you're trying to figure out what's going on, like think about Mean Girls. If you haven't seen Mean Girls, I don't know what the hell you're doing. You watch it right and- now. I love Mean right. Girls. That's literally it. And you're going around the cafeteria and you're seeing how like everybody's like, so you know, you have like the people who are really like, comp- quote unquote, computer nerds. They're in the computer and some shit. You have like the jocks over here. You have these girls over here. Um, I do not like how they immediately start slut shaming Rachel out the cut. Not Gavin, but other people like just mm, like I'm assuming she stays in like the, the I guess the poorest side of town. I hate saying that, but that's where she is. And then they also talk about how, you know, she, she get around. I'm like, but does she really like, how much of this is Rachel actually expressing herself through her sexuality? And then how much of this is you just being a shitball human?
1: Yeah. You just like, you're making assumptions. Cause I'm like, you never really see her involved. Right. With anybody. You only see this one dude who keep pressing her. And of course the main character, like her, like Steve, Steve is like, yeah, Rachel, wow. And uh, yeah, but I think Chug is a guy who's like who wants to go out with Rachel, who's a blue ribbon. And they said she looked a little flatter when she talked when he talked to her. But I don't think she was still interested in him though. Like, I don't think she was truly interested i think she was just trying to not be like really mean about it because also people have to understand that you can't just like get the fuck out of my face of this big dude who's like twice your fucking size because we mm-hmm. see in a later scene that he presses her he presses her he was he was assaulting her yeah because she told him no he was screaming on her and the only the way thing that stopped him was the fucking noise but that's you know way further ahead Yeah, I mean, but we could drive along there because, you know, Steve starts to get to know these people
0: and he's listening to Gavin. And first, Steve is like talking to Gavin because we've transitioned from the school just in general. Um, But Steve and Gavin get alone and and Gavin's trying to tell him like, hey, like, so everybody I just told you about, like, and they go to like, they go hang out at the local like shop, which is like the milk shop. Like it's 1955 and it's like, makes me feel like, oh, that's where all like the pure or whatever kids like here's all the like, it's just weird. It's weirdo behavior in this town. And they're really, and if you're like milk shop, yes, bitch, they are, in they're drinking milk shops, uh, milkshakes, bitch, they're in there drinking sarsaparilla, they're having yogurt a good time,
1: shop yogurt, shoppy mm, with the f- the yo. What's a shoppy?
0: With the I be called a But That's the, the shoppy with the n. Um, but he's telling like that everything is not what it seems. Like there's something else um, sinister going on, and Steve kind of shrugs this off, like. Eh, you making this shit up. This don't even sound like nobody. I just got here, bro. I got my own stuff going on. Because you find out with Steve's family, like, they're trying to start anew um, in Cradle Bay. Uh, his brother, uh, trigger warning his brother, um unalived itself and committed suicide, I believe. it, And just, you know, it just really, as you one would know or assume, it kind of tore their family up. Like they're trying to start a new, and they already had plans to move out. Um, but I, mis- I, if I got the months correct, his brother hurt himself, uh, eight months before they moved. So eight months to the day before they moved. Um, and he was all, and was described to be someone that seemed to always be in some sort of inner turmoil. Um, by his siblings but they were still trying to help him like find like happiness and light and just support him the best way they could so just trying to get out of the chicago area to start anew um but when you get here and you end up in some fuckery and find out it's some more sinister shit going on because you're thinking like oh it's like robots right like if i saw the faculty like they're like you know like aliens it's like no 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 you find out that the administration is like trying to make take kids that are deemed or seemed as or perceived to be as like troubled or all that other stuff and make them like good kids with an asterisk. and then're you're, you're, you're trying to mold them within your image um, and Gavin is telling Steve of what he thinks is going even shows him the meeting shows the parent link up shows him everything and Steve's like yeah, this is not real and when they come back from the event, like, Gavin's got this gun. It's some real wild shit. He's like, yeah, I'm about to smoke them all. I'm like, whoa, okay, school shootings. Okay, you're about to kill your parents. You're about to kill the teachers. And I'm walking with you because you're like, it's some wild shit going on here. They're trying to reprogram the kids. And Steven and everybody else who's not pippy to the shit is just taking this as like, oh yeah, reprogramming. Oh yeah, this is really what's going on. Not like, no, they really are brainwashing These kids, like, they're really sticking shit into their eyeball. They're really having them hooked up to some sort of hive mind situation to get them to live out their bidding, to do their bidding against their will. Like, it's some weirdo shit going on. I'm walking with you.
1: Bruh. It's some Pleasantville shit for teens, bro. You trying to? It's like the men were trying to control the wives in that movie, but this time the parents are trying to control the kids. Like Mm -hmm. my kids are not doing what I want them to do, or living the life that I think they should live. You know, and sometimes it's important stuff, like you know your grades, or you're doing drugs, and you're like, you know, fourteen or fifteen, like you're out of control. Or but sometimes it's just I'm not joining sports, and I'm in my room a lot, and you think I need. To literally have something implanted in my brain so I can do things that are pleasing to you. That's some fucking narcissistic-ass shit. And then, what's wildly, because we get all the way to the end. I'm not going to skip all the way here because there's a few scenes I do want to talk about about this movie. Because, wow. But they lose their kids over that shit. They lose their children. Yeah. Because I didn't remember that ending because I had watched it like two years ago. So, I remembered what happened for the most part. But I forgot what happened to the kids i thought that they maybe saved them no 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 your kids are gone baby
0: yeah and not even to skip too far much ahead because when i got to the end and i was like wow didn't expect it to end like this because you usually don't see an ending like this um the kids were really like it it was a thing like you see um how it's small things and then it kind of gets big and then gets small and gets big. It's like, just, you see it from all different angles. You see it from in the lunchroom and how they're engaging with fisticuffs with different students. And they're trying to like pass it off. as like, oh, they're on like roids, like steroids. It's like roid rage. This is what they do. Like, they just get so pumped up. Like, oh, they're meatheads. Oh, they're jocks. Like, this is just what they do. They fight each other. But everyone knows it's not like it's not normal, because kids fight. Like, people fight. That's what people do. Like, it happens, right? Like, no one's like, oh, I want them to fight. But it happens. But the way that this situation is playing out, it just looks like there's just more to it. The the group kind of moves like a like a pack, like a pack of animals, like truly. And I know they're probably thinking of, like, maybe the kids are on, like, some hive mind shit, but no, like, or not group think. But no, they're really moving, like, a unit, of people who are people or a troop or a pack of animals who are out here trying to defend themselves or defend what they're trying to push on to others, if that makes sense. Thanks for everybody for walking with me. And you see this in many things. You see this at different link-ups. You see this at different functions. It's just, and then you also see immediately, you know there's something going on because their eyeball, like when they start getting real gassed up, whether it's they're like sexually charged stuff or whether they're ready to rumble. Their eye gets, yes, ready to rubble, bitch. Their eye glows like the Terminator and turns red and like, it's like the 99s, 2000s magic on the screen. And then things go left. We see this in the scene where Steve's at home and a young lady comes over and she's acting like she's supposed to be tutoring his sister because you can see how they're trying to weave into their lives, like, you know, kind of get the thing going. And she's, once she starts feeling like she wants, and I don't know how much of this was like they were trying to program her. To approach him sexually, like to be like that kind of decoy to kind of lure him in or if that's how much she really wanted to do it. Because when she starts feeling aroused or that's what they say in it, like they try to tap into like the whatever sexual feelings they have, their brains are like, no. And she starts punishing herself. And I forget the young lady's name, but she's one of the chill leaders that are on the blue stripes or blue whatever. Mm -hmm. Lorna thank you cuz i was like girl but she was like banging her head against the glass and i was like girl this is not a good look like this shit is wild i also hate how they went from trying to like entice slash um really like be really grossly w- gross with their interactions with Rachel to trying to make her to join the team it was too much
1: also i think it's so wild that lorna was punishing herself but in the beginning, a dude don't punish himself; he punished the girl. Like so, she. Ooh. You know, mm. he don't he don't stop him. He don't hurt himself. Although she is like she was giving him oral sex, he was he allowed her to undo the pants. He was having a good time at first, and then something switched in his brain. It wasn't an immediate like Terminator. It it was happening for a, a little while. He was like, yeah, and then the brain was like, no. And then he snapped her neck versus, you know, the other thing where the girls are programmed to hurt themselves. Because I'm like, why didn't, they, why didn't she hurt Steve? I don't know. I don't, I. I maybe because, I don't know, because she initiated it. Because he was like, get out my house at first. He was yeah. like, no, you need to get the fuck out of here. Take your coat and go. <laughs> but also, but he didn't. even
0: though she initiated yeah. it, where they programmed to, like purposely to be like the seducer, to be a siren type character... Um. In addition, um, instead of reacting the way the other character acted when the sexual act was brought to them,
1: yeah, I don't know because we don't get that information. But the when they do visit the doctor's like lab, he did he does he's known for mind control, so it could it could be that because we don't mm-hmm. know if it's like oh it altered their brain where this is what they care about, but then the side effect is the you know their libido if it I guess if it increases or they get too, you know. In the mood, they about to overload or you know right. hot, short circuit whatever because like yeah. it happens in the grocery store. The dude goes off. It's chug after he all that. Rachel, he he ripped the dude fucking septum ring out. He threw this motherfucker into the in the steaks and the pork chops. He to kicked down all the milks and shit. And then they just the police was like, oh, let's get him out of here. Okay, he's just having. It's all right. It's not okay. Several people were hurt hashtag it's a cover-up
0: one thing i did like is um did slash didn't like was the character i forget his name but the character that essentially plays like the custodial worker at the school who works at slash under the school and the way they use they use the other r word on him not a fan not a fan um and he ultimately says that he's basically playing possum he's playing like he is quote unquote dumb or he has some sort of disability I and everything about the way that was handled was not It was not the best. It was not good. But he was playing it up like there was something else going on with him outside of what is, quote-unquote, perceived as normal. Um, And, of course, you know, with this whole caste system, they're going to treat him as an other um, because he is, like, a caste system, someone who works in sanitation and not someone who has, like, another kind of role, which is really gross. Not the role in sanitation. Treating people as less than because of what occupation they have is gross, actually. So, yeah, so the students are treating him that way. Even the staff are kind of like a little weird. Um, but he's actually the top fly scientist. He definitely knows something else is going on. And he's created some sort of frequency system. He keeps saying, I got to get the rats out of here. And he does. Not just the actual physical rats you see rolling around. But he's getting the kids and the other people that he knows that have been had some sort of shit done to them up out of here. Like the high frequencies of the radios really act as a deterrent. Um, it saves Rachel when she's being sexually assaulted by the guy on the team, it ultimately saves the town in the end, like Jazz says, when they get everybody up out of here. Let me know when you're ready to talk about this, in, because I, the
1: way that they literally descended, baby, I said, oh, okay, well, all right. Wow. I do want to go back to just the one part, because uh, it was on the screen, so it was clarified. She did hurt herself, but she also tried to hurt Steve. She tried to take both of them out. She was like, yeah, hurt myself. And then I'm going to stab you up. And then mm. she snapped out of it and bout- buttoned up her blouse. I was like, all right, bye. See you at school, bitch. I- Excuse me. But yes, this end is wild because, of course, the custodian worker is trying to get rid of the rats. But he uses that frequency all over his car. And they are trying to take the sound down. So he gets in the car and was like, this is it for me. It's- I can't be nothing else. And I'm like. You could literally get on a Greyhound and start anew. You don't have to do this.
0: He, but yeah, but he, maybe he could have. He got shot, though. Oh, he did in the lung, shot. He assuming. was bleeding.
1: Oh, he might have. I don't know. He was
0: bleeding real bad. Because that he doctor,
1: was, we find out. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, he was. Yeah, that doctor ain't shit. That doctor ain't shit. He didn't want to go there. But yeah, no, he was probably dying. He's like, I'm going to take everybody out. And he drives these motherfuckers off the cliff like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Child took them hoes out like them and Louise. Everybody went off that
0: cliff and I was just like, oh, okay. Because let's back it up and reverse it. The doctor who also was one of the administrator people who clearly had a job doing other stuff in his spare time. He worked at um, the Belknap Psychiatric a psychiatric like Ward or something like that. And you find out that he secretly had his door open. Um, Hidden away there, um, and with, you know, with his experimentation of doing, um, mind control and other things, and how he brought, you know, you find a little bit about his story about how he not only just brought it to this town, but it's like, bitch, I can take this to any town. I could be anywhere, bitch. I could do anything, and it don't just stop with me, like, it could be anybody, which foreshadows a lot of stuff, because after you, one assumes, like, all the kids who are un- excuse me, in some sort of under blah, 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 under some sort of influence. Thank you. Had to slow it down, baby. Yes, sir. Um, under some sort of influence um, and who are all attacking the vehicle that has that frequency come out. We see the end, which is why I said this movie is actually disturbing minds, because we're introduced to a new school setting. It looks like we walked into um, Dangerous Minds, the set, and all the students with the black and brown students who are being like extra, and you have like the 90s quintessential how they perceive um, inner city classrooms to be holds nose, regardless of how true or untrue it can be, it's just still holds nose, because a Hollywood's depiction. Girl, that's not how all these classrooms were looking, but okay. But all the students are in the class. They crunk. You got the black teacher who's in the front real, real sweaty because he's tired of telling the class to shut the fuck up and sit down. He just over and he's like, well, we go get this new student teacher up in here and he's going to get y'all together. And the new student teacher walks in. It's actually Gavin. He's got this chopper suit on. And he is the only lone survivor to our knowledge from the gang of teenagers or youth them who were under the influence of this um, brainwashing and he's pulled up in this new school and he turns around and he's smiling because he's bringing that brainwashing to the inner city schools. And I said, girl, you need to get this um fucking whispered Extension shit out of my head, okay? Manifest destiny these nuts. Get
1: out of this classroom, I'm tired of you. Bruh and I'm like, okay, well, it, it it continues. I do want to talk about the programming a little bit because, of course, they're trying to inject something into their eye, whatever. Yes. But the sound that they're saying, like the what you're hearing, you're hearing a lot of words. So it's literal brainwashed. Ace, achieve. You're an ace. You're the best. You you this, and it just really sounds like American exceptionalism. Like you, you're the best. You're the you're on top of everybody. You're pure, and it goes against mm. human nature because then when their actual natural human crave like things they crave or you know their urges pop up it conflicts with the the brainwashing so much that they hurt people so it that i feel like that is saying something a little bit i like that
0: i did too but ultimately like i said even for this to be my first watch of this movie i okay back it up a little bit and reverse it the i if you like we're going to talk about scores a little bit because i'm a i'm a this is all woven together walk with your girl the imdb score for this movie is 5.6 out of 10 and the Rotten Tomatoes score for Disturbing Behavior is 34%. This movie, oh, y'all can't see Jazz's face.
1: 30? Come on, man. Now, does it have some plot holes? Is some of the dialogue a little, Mmm. all right. But it's it, this is 30 is pretty fucking low, man. 34%. This
0: movie, I think the IMDb score, I think this movie is about a 6. Yeah. That's not horrible.
1: Uh, I say it's a six six point five. I like because wow. I just like it. I think okay. it's fun, but I'm not about to be watching it all the time. I think no. um, I, I, a six between six six point five is pretty good. You know, it's middling but above average, just a bit, just a bit above yeah. average.
0: And it could and be I, first out better.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it had like some minor things would have improved a lot. I feel like. But the 30%, and this is Rotten Tomatoes, these same motherfuckers who gave multiple maniacs 100%. So, they can really just fight me in the streets. So, there's that. Um, 30%. Y'all could have at least gave them hoes 40. You could have at worried. least gave them 40. They Come tried, on, it man. It was a 4
0: in the number?
1: Uh-uh. Uh-huh. It was in, after a decimal point. That's not that's, that's not it. I'm weak. Well, Disturbing Behavior, a.k.a. De-
0: disturbing Minds, um, directed by David Nutter, we, we recommend that you check it out at least once. Um, especially if you're doing a double header with the next movie that we're going to talk about. Um, I definitely think it's worth your time. Worse, worse, worse. It's worth your time. It was fun seeing Katie Holmes in a role that Katie Holmes, I usually don't see her play. And especially during this time period when she was like heavily the acting stuff, like, you know, cause the, she was a part of like the young, young Hollywood. And we saw them a lot of TV shows and saw them a lot of things. Alt-Girl was not a role that I've seen Katie Holmes play, so I was excited to see that. Um, I'm a little nervous about the gentleman that was playing someone who was supposed to be albino and was not albino, and I'm a little nervous about that. Um, Did not age well. But the overall story and the premise of the film, I'm fucking with I'm fucking with, like Jazz said, it's like Stafford Wives um, meets the next movie, The Faculty. Like, the staff is... The school... Just like they try to say in a lot of horror movies, the school staff is never up
1: to the best things. Like, they're always up to no good, minus, like, one or two people. They be cutting up. They be cutting up. And I'm like, damn, come on, bro. You get to the faculty, but for us, cutting up off the motherfucking early. bro. I watched this movie last night, and mind you... I've seen this movie a lot of times. So a few days ago, I had this on the background cat and I've also seen it in between there at least twice before this in 2022, because it was on HBO max. I was like, Oh yeah, about to watch it. I've also seen this in theaters. This is one of my favorite sci-fi movies. It reminds me of the thing quite a bit because some of the scenes, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm with that shit. So We's in this high school, and Robert Rodriguez directed this. And I keep forgetting that shit because it don't feel like his other movies... They don't feel like uh, from *Dust to Dawn*, which I keep forgetting. Which I keep forgetting that he directed because Quentin Tarantino wrote it and he's in the movie, but he, Robert Rodriguez, pretty much he directed it. So I'm like, oh, and he did he did direct the second one and *Machete* and all that fun stuff. He did all that Mm -hmm. good stuff, but those movies kind of have a feel, though. *Spy Kids*. *Spy Kids* and *Spy Kids* wildly enough. I keep throwing the *Spy Kids*. You, I mean, I think that's his most popular movie, isn't it? Is it not?
0: One I of don't
1: them. Know. He's Listen, had his hands in a lot of things, though. He has. He's, he's been working on a whole lot of shit, okay? I definitely, he was involved one of the Kill Bills as well. He was involved in a whole lot of shit. But they don't feel like the faculty, this sci-fi teen drama in here. But I like it a lot. I liked it a lot. We get in here, ushers in here playing Gabe. And the first thing we start with this coach is just yelling at all these football players. You see a stand he the quarterback. He's calling a pussy pukes, He's cussing the fuck out. Again, school in the 90s, Wild Wild West. How are you allowed to talk to these children like this and still have a motherfucking Just job? like school prior to that, when they were literally, literally practicing corporal
0: punishment in the classroom. I've seen teachers throw kids across the classroom.
1: I've seen a teacher throw
0: a chair at a kid. I've, I was in middle school. I've seen school. Teacher throw a throw
1: across the classroom. So. The, the, they was talking. And because they were talking, they wouldn't shut the fuck up. Man. And I understand. And I was in middle school, so this was my teacher. I'm in the classroom also. Why are you... You as the adult in the classroom, you thought throwing a chair was going to change them shutting the fuck up? I, and they still kept talking. So now you're just... Your blood pressure's going up. You're reacting like this. I. Yeah. School help. is wild, man.
0: School is wild. So glad people have kind of sort of gotten information afterwards because like, I've seen, I've been in an English class, my high school English class. That nigga threw a desk across the classroom. As for the same scenario that you're talking about. Oh, the kids won't shut up. So you think we're about to shut up now because you throw throwing a desk across the classroom? Pitch what? You might as well go and take a walk, sir. Go on and take a walk. You need to calm down.
1: Yeah, you better find some another method. Find another method, bro. This ain't because it, baby. This, this isn't it. This isn't it. You gotta it. get
0: it together. You're looking like you ain't got no tact nor no class. But the way this movie opens up outside of, you know, the coach just like coaching the kids and going through things and you figure out something's going on. There's like a couple of staff members, including the principal um including uh what is it principal another uh, uh what is it uh, administration member mary beth oh not mary beth that's a student miss karen miss olsen that's what i'm talking about played by piper laurie aka margaret white from carrie because i love pulling that up margaret white is in this movie and she's playing a different role and it really excites me because i am a carrie stan and that's pretty much it But some of the administration are at the school pretty late and the coach, Coach Joe Willis, the coach that Jazz is talking about, pulls up on the principal and he's being real fresh and inappropriate with her and it's just really like, it's really freaking her the fuck out to the point that he tries to advance on her and essentially attack her. He does attack her and she's trying to escape the school and there's this whole sequence where she's trying to get out. Um, and Miss Olsen and Mrs. Olsen is trying to get her out of school. Cause she's like, Oh my God, the coach is coming. He's coming. And she gets out the door, baby. It's already too late. Whatever's going on has already influenced Mrs. Olsen because she knocks the principal out. The bitch got that sauce.
1: Stabs her ass with the scissors. And I do want to note that the coach stabbed her in the hand with a very Yikes. sharp pencil. Kept saying, you look very pretty which is something that you hear a lot. And they get real hot after, like, they they not let their fucking hair down. They got, you know, they did a new Smokey Eye now, and they came in with their outfit, and they got a new a little uh, switch in they walk. So they, they brand new bitches after they get the little um the, the whatever's going around. Now, yeah. at school, they do the, you know, 90s. we about to introduce everybody. We're about to freeze the frame and put their name up. But you know what? I appreciate because I need to know who everybody's name is. Thank you. <laughs> this helps. It's not going to take me out of the fucking movie because it's a movie. All right? I knew it was a movie when I went in there. You couldn't fool me. <laughs> so they got all these characters in here and you got the, you know, usual suspects. You got like, I think it's Casey getting off the bus, played by Elijah get his ass beat. Motherfucker get off the bus, take three steps and get bowed in the face. They throw his balls against the goddamn... The flag pole I'm like, this how's this abuse allowed to happen? This is a lawsuit waiting to happen.
0: I don't understand, no, we're on the same page. It's a yeah. lot, and that's what's like the nineties is wild because y'all really was like cutting up like this in school. I'm so glad they put a lot of the procedures they put in place, um because why are we. This is wild. You got school students getting fucked up, getting their ass beat in front of all the administration. You got another student who like a super senior and he and they're pushing drugs to the whole school. It's a lot of shit going on. It's a whole lot of shit. Um, but, you know, a lot, I, I love that we're kind of following Elijah Wood's character. Elijah Wood plays Casey um, and just see their journey going through high school. We see a lot of familiar faces. We see um, Delilah Prophet played by Jordana Brewster. You've seen her in the Fast and Furious franchise. Like, you've seen her. We've got some in place, um, Stokely, Gilbert May Stokes, and that's Claire Duvall. You've seen Claire Duvall in a lot of movies. Um, what is it? I'm, I'm just a teenager, teenage cheerleader, or I'm just a cheerleader. Yep. I think that's the movie. I've never that seen movie. that,
1: but yes.
0: Oh, it's a good time. i fucked up the title, but I saw it like a couple times as a kid, saw it as a teen. Like, I like that movie a lot. Um, and those was like, how do you, bitch, be gay? Okay. He's watching it, okay? it has got my face. But there's a lot of people. We got Zeke, which is played by Josh Hartnett. He's the super senior that's out here pushing the drugs. Um, we got Stan. We got a punch. We got Usher. Usher. He literally, when this movie came out, they was pushing this movie like Usher was the movie. And he is the movie. That's not a question. But he's in the movie for all of like five minutes or so. Maybe even 10 to be cute. He's not really in the movie, girl. The movie really follows Elijah Wood and him. It don't really follow Usher. Usher actually
1: fall big into the bullshit, to be quite honest. He's literally in, like, what, two scenes? No, three. You see him at practice. You see him at practice at the end. You see him, like, yeah, they're giving people ear drinks. And you see him out there when all the football team is out there. And he's in the window. I'm the captain now. You not mad, Stan? It mm,
0: mm-mm. it was just, it was a lot. Um, But, yeah, once again, this is another movie where the school, the students have, like, a, a cast system. It's kind of talked about a little bit. It's kind of just shown throughout. But you see all the different kids that go to the school, like the peers up kids, the kids who smoking that gas on the lawn, the kids who are just like, I'm out here, you got to get fucked up. Um, we see a couple of people who, you know, later have been um, wiped off the face of the earth due to stuff that they've done that's inappropriate um, outside of their career. So I'm not even going to mention those guys, but you see them. You know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go ahead and do your ghouls. But once again, we find out that there's some sort of specimen that exists. And you see this whole tidbit a bit down the road with um, Professor Edward Furlong, who is played by John Stewart. And they have the being inside of a fish tank. And it's got, like, lots of tentacles and little, like, vines that are coming out of its body. It looks like a fish, but no, like, actual, like, fins. And it's in there, and it's doing stuff. And they're like, oh, man, they're interested. But it's actually moving and shaking like a piranha. And uh, it's producing with itself. So it's just like, boop, it made another one. That's it. And we're finding out that, you know, it's parasitic and it's a weird how it's happening because they're talking a bit like, what about what kind of things that the creature needs? Like it clearly feeds off of blood and it clearly survives a lot, often thrives with water. And you notice like as they're going through and making these discoveries, you see like the faculty are like, they got water pumping through the building. They chugging that water, bitch. Like an ungodly, like weird amount of water. You see that there's stuff happening to people. Everybody starts moving on weird, like kind of symbiotic, one band, one sound, one mindset situation. It's very interesting. And more and more people start getting uh, infected. Like they eventually infect the nurse, you know, all the teachers. And then they move from the teachers and the administration. They move on to the staff. And I'm not kind of wavering over things because you start to see a lot of other things too. Like, you know, some of the teachers are really having inappropriate language conversations slash maybe interactions with students. Yeah, Zoom all the way in. Y'all can't see jazz, but yeah, they're being real inappropriate. A lot of sexual conversations happening between staff and students, and I'm like, girl, I'm alerting the authorities, bitch. I'm I'm scared. What's going on? Hmm. mm Hmm. It's just, it's not, it's not giving. I don't even know why th- that people thought this was cute to make this a thing. I don't understand. 1998.
1: Um, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, they really thought it was a great idea. We are just gonna go ahead and let it, let Miss Burke. First, is Zeke having an interaction with her, like, oh, I'm about to sell you these. Because she's like, you need to stop doing this on school property. You can't be out here doing this. And he's like, I'm not on school property. I'm on my property. Your property is on school property. Stop doing that. Your purse is your property until you bring it to the fucking school. They can search your shit. Do I really agree with them just searching everybody's shit? Mm, yes, because people be shooting the fucking schools up and I work there. No, y'all can't just be bringing anything up to the schools because y'all, sometimes y'all be up to no goddamn good. B- bring regular stuff to school, please. Not not these fake ass fucking porn or fake ass new pictures of Neve Campbell and shit you got in the back of your trunk and this cat and these pins because you doing a whole lot. Why you got fucking cherry condoms? Why? Why do we have that? Anyway, he's like, oh, they're on the house. Here's these condoms. What the fuck are you saying to this teacher? one. Two, that is highly inappropriate. First of all, if I am the teacher, because she's like, that's so rude. I wouldn't say, I'm like, that's highly inappropriate. I want a restraining order. This is, this is, I'm calling the prince. Everybody, now 1998, that wouldn't have got me nowhere. In this day and age, you've created a hostile work environment for me. Because now I can't do my job because you in here doing what the fuck you doing. You got to get the fuck out of here, my nigga. That's it. You got to go. You got to go. I'm not working in these conditions. You're okay. not gonna talk to me like this. I, you're you're leaving the premises. What is wrong with you? But you know, she just walks away. That's so rude. But then she come back later and cuts him the fuck out, which still unprofessional. I know you got a bug in your ear, bitch, but mm. you can't be you. You still can't be saying that to kids because this is your job. The bug and then later about your whole chest. Yes, and then when you go to the end, she out there on the bleachers waving at him. This is this is suggestive. I don't like that. I don't like that.
0: Yeah, everything about it is weird. Um
1: How are you on the weird. football team? How? He I think you're too old because you was already a super senior. What season is this? His next what year is this? Is how old are you? Are you 19? Are you 20? I don't think you're allowed NH, to be on the football team. Super senior style.
0: I baby, I don't know. I don't know. But let's dive a bit into the invasion process. Cause we've talked about this movie so many times on this podcast. So I like most things, we're not gonna go scene for scene. But there's a part where um this shit is really hitting the fan. At this point, majority of the school got that sauce. Damn near all the teachers got that sauce. They are lining kids up in the hallway during the day like, hey, come on in. We having meetings. Come and talk to the principal. Well, they calling people one by one on the intercom so you know it's cooking up. They're taking it so far. They are contacting parents. They This invasion is well- thought out they're going from faculty to students we branch out the families bitch we about to get whole communities come to the community after school link up you about to get that shit let's go and these teens are realizing like okay what's going on they're also being gaslit by other people that don't believe them that something actually is going on very much like gathered in the previous movie like hey like there's something more sinister happening here in our community and because like horror movies in real life, no one really believes the children slash the teens. Like they think they're just making this shit up. They think they're just trying to get out of school. They think they're just, you know, have really wild and um interactive imaginations. But that's actually not what's going on. They uh there's some shit really happening. Like I'm watching a scene right now where they're in the classroom um and the student redirects Mr. Tate and he's like, yeah, we're not talking about then this, and this is after Mr. Tate got affected. And he was like, yeah, we're not really uh on this chapter anymore man that we're on something else and he's chugging out he's like yeah i don't really know but let's also point out that most of this shit happens after we meet the newest addition to this high school community Mary Beth louise hutchinson and she's trying to link up with stokely and talks about like you know it's okay if you're gay like uh you know it's cool i'm trying to make friends like we could be friends and You don't have to be like that. And she's trying to connect with everybody and ain't nobody really feeling her. But also it's crazy to me that nobody suspected her from the jump for even having something to do with it. Especially when there's the scene in the movie where they're all taking turns sniffing sniffing the drugs. Because we they discovered that if you sniff the drugs, oh this 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 fucking dare commercial PSA ass movie. If you sniff the drugs, you can um keep the 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 fucking parasites away. So everyone's going around sniffing the drugs out the big pen caps, and they're sniffing the drugs. And she half does it, but doesn't really do it and put it away. Also, there's a scene later in the movie where she's very eager to dump all of. The, dr- the new batch of drugs they just made on the creature or one of the creatures. Like, she just dumps the whole shit and ain't want no fucking
1: reason for her to do that. Because it was already dying. It was already fucking dying. Also, the bullshit started popping off when you started popping up. You just got here. Now the bullshit got here. The bullshit won't like this for the past couple years. Okay? Mr. Tate stopped drinking alcohol. He's drunk every day. You know. This is wild. Every is wild. day. Every day. And the of said she tried to expose it and nobody gave a fuck. They was like, girl, okay, and then what? We gonna put a long term sub in there? Who don't have it? now what? He drunk as hell <clears throat> drinking water, making it's people do normal. a family a living family history. This is the test. I was like, bitch, what do you mean? This is the oh, test. Yes, Let me tell see the us curriculum all of relatives. This is not the common core. What is this? This I don't think so. This is government pop
0: up activity that wasn't on the syllabus at the beginning of the year because you know one student really read the syllabus only one in the whole class and ain't nobody asking no questions this don't make no
1: sense. Also, I want to talk about uh, what happens, Miss Brummel, uh, who's the older teacher. You know, everybody's getting infected, but everybody can't get infected. The host has to have a certain body condition because they found out later that when they go up to Zeke's house, you know, it's a parasite. It it can you know be revived with water. It can replicate on its own but it's incomplete and it has a you know like a master host there's a queen and if you take out the queen or king or whatever the big joint all the little janks get, get down kind of like vampire lord we take out the big yeah. bang, everybody else is gucci um, so we learned that there but it B- needs the host, and it picks a human or a rat like we see and then they mm. kill the rat which uh who, okay well because we yeah. don't see it but we hear it it's loud but miss brummel they tried to change her and she is literally fucking melting bruh her her scalp come off she take it i can't breathe and standing in the shower butt naked bruh no washcloth in sight but, you know, putting the soap, this fucking soap bar on his face, I don't... I, there's a lot mm. wrong with his shower, but there's more wrong with the teacher coming in, undressing in the shower. Mm-hmm. Like, please help me and her scalp falling off. Something's mm-hmm. not right. And then Elijah was just in there, so I know he sees that shit, and Delilah was not n- too far behind. All of them are kind of aware of this situation. Because later Delilah and um, Elijah... I mean, not Elijah, but Delilah and um, Casey going a little... Uh, Teacher's Lounge and everything mm-hmm. and see all the shit hop off. And then they was getting the parents like that way. And they got the police. They got the police. You can't even Everyone. go to the police. So they, they have working everybody fast, working fast. They, the whole town is down with the sickness, okay? Everybody's an alien. Giving invasions. Hey, um, it's giving... Return of the body, oh yeah! Return of the body snatchers, a lot of course. The thing because you have this thing replicating people, but mm-hmm. it's very, but it's not quite like the thing because the thing you can't tell they blend right in natural like this. They don't. They're not acting the same because there's a couple that was arguing all the time. Then it went from. Them arguing all the time to the dude getting turned first. And then the girl is just arguing with the dude. Like, what the fuck, bitch? What the fuck? And slapping him. And he's not reacting. Then they both just being quiet and happy together. And you know that's not what it is. Although they should have been broke up because toxic. but Period. um, This is not normal. None of this is normal. None of it. We need some assistance. Also, Furlong, why would... Professor Furlong. They bring the jank. case like, I found a little jank. They put it in the water tank. They was like, let's look at it. Why would you put your hand in saying how you do, why would you? I would think it would bite me. I'm not trying to touch this. I would use a stick or something first. Science like, is God. But safe science, you because he had gloves on, but these are not like bite-proof thick gloves. These are just fucking latex gloves. <sighs> Please. Listen, I
0: I don't know what it is when we not with just movies or maybe, you know, there's some sort of reality at play in the situation. Um, but when people start like, getting in front of things that's, like, swimming around that they haven't really seen before. You know, that curiosity starts whooping their ass, and they just like, okay, well, let me touch it. Especially when there's the scene where they're introduced to the creature, and then when they make that discovery that it is water that revitalizes it, and he's like, whoa. Like, Mr. Professor Furlong's like,
1: whoa, what the fuck?
0: And it happens, like, over the course of, like, maybe 48 hours. So that's what it feels like to me. Like, one day, the creature's in the cage. The next day, Professor Furlong... It's like, I have a couple questions. The The day after that, maybe it's the same day, the, the creature was gone. And Professor Furlong's like, yeah, uh, I don't even know what y'all talk about. But does somebody want to come to my office later? And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. "Here, I got that sauce. He got that sauce. Chugging that water, looking all weird, acting like everybody else. It's just not great. Gonna fast forward a bit until we get to like the final showdown scenes when all the students are remaining core group of students start getting picked off slowly. And when they're trying to figure out who amongst them actually is okay and who very much has fallen victim to the body snatcher syndrome that's happening. And then everyone's like, all right. So in order for us to figure out what's really going on, essentially it's a let's get high Freddy' moment. You got to sniff the cons- whatever's in this pen cap to, cho- to let us know that you are not on that shit. And this is where we see like Delilah kind of stumble a bit. And because she's stumbling, Mary Beth gets to get off scot-free because she's like, "Ah, I got that shit. So now we know that Delilah's got it. Because they realize, like, you know, everyone here is going to keep playing like they are, you know, they're fine. They're okay. They're going to get out. But it's a part of the larger plan to take over, to spread. They feel like humans have fucked up enough. We here, alien or foreign life force, is going to uh, take over your body, take over your being, take over your life, and actually push the agenda that we want to push. We've seen this in so many movies. I'm a fan. I never get tired of this. Um, So we find out that most of the team... Here's the scene that I thought was dumb. I forget the young man's name, but he was on the football team. And when they sent him outside to go talk to the football team, I said he about to have that sauce. Why the hell you he even do that? Come on,
1: why y'all do that to him? And then they y'all wasted a scat pan on him because literally, Girl. y'all give it to them, and he's like dumping it out. Oh, and it was tense because you're like you don't know if it's really him. They behind mm-hmm. him. You don't know what's going on, and they're like, like, come on, bro. I wrote in my notes. I drew a pen and said, sniff, sniff. Speaking of sniff-sniff, why the fuck did Casey sniff Delilah in that closet? That was fucking weird. And she smirked. I was like... "Eh, And that's how you should have known she was on that shit. People were a lot of people on that shit. They was on that scat. Mm. They was on that weed. They was on all that bullshit. Which ended up being just caffeine. And caffeine does dehydrate you. So if you're drinking a lot of coffee, and me, I drink a lot of Red Bull. So I got to drink a lot of water also... So I like, am not, not like dehydrated. That. Yeah, no, not like that. Not like not like snorting the pills up your Those nose. is made. A pen. That is. That no is, choice. That is a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that? What What was the reason? This ain't the way. It's not. It's not the way. Um, someone needs assistance. But Dare. they realize that Mary Be- first of all, Stokely is in a jank and Mary Beth is in a jank. Mary Beth is butt ass naked, bruh. And they, they they with Zika coming there and Case coming in, they talk about some Mary Beth's talking about it's Stokely, she's infected. Bitch, you are butt ass naked. You think that's not suspicious? Girl. You don't think we can see you. And they're you. like, But why are you naked if Stokely is infected? Like, why, are, I don't, we're not even, why are you having no clothes on? Are you okay? You're not okay. And I'm sure you could have gotten some clothes in between there. But Zeke is, you know, going over to Stokely. But he's kind of, you know, he gets his ass beat. And Casey is like, I got one last pin, bitch. And I he literally runs through the bleachers. This scene sent me to hell. Now, I do understand why he did it, but he failed like four times jumping through these bleaches. Let me tell you something. And he didn't have to go that fast because if you're able to fall and look back all the times you are, you could have just actually walked there through a regular safe speed and just not have fallen at all. Because what if you're something of your clothes would have got caught or something? You could have just kind of moved through there. You look limber. Get through there. Come on, bro. But the, the, he eventually gets to the end and the big ass monster is now fucking shared the Mary Beth fucking meat suit. And it's now a goddamn big ass uh, men in black fucking bug. Bug, alien, creature, larvae, Mm -hmm. tentacle, monster, Mm -hmm. alien thing. And we hear the, you know, the theme of conformity. Like in the movie before, with discernment behavior, they're trying to conform to make like the perfect student. And it's all about success and we have less problems. But on the outside, there's a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. And then you have on this side where, you know, they're conforming. And on the outside, you know, when you see them, at first, they they have all these flaws where they're arguing and shit, but then they're not arguing anymore. They look good or pretty. or I'm like, but what, what was wrong with them before with the way they look like before? You want no. them to look a certain way, so then now all the problems are solved. But your kind literally ran out of your resource. Your shit is still going to be fucked up. You don't need to change us. You're, nothing is changing the fact that you came down here to colonize our shit. Don't talk about you're using us as a host, for mm-hmm. real. You're not. You're not making us better. You are using us to get what you need because you ran into the shit in your spot. So let's not try to mask it as something else, bitch. And there you have it. And mm-hmm. there you have it. This movie ends with um a lot of these people dying, but a
0: lot of people did not die. The show still goes on. Like we said, um Zeke is still the super senior. He's still at the school. He's on the football team doing shit he probably never thought he would have did before. But hopefully he's focused on them grades. Cause that's actually all that matters. So he can finally get the fuck out of high school. Um and the remaining characters all carry on and live a life. The remaining faculty are just like, God damn, well I'm here, you know? And then the news, you know, it's not like they act like it didn't happen. Like you hear the news talk about how a lot of students have reported what they saw, what was going on, and now it's an investigation as to what's really happening. So I do like how they don't try to um Basically, like, oh, those kids made that shit up. Like, they still might eventually go that route. uh. But it wasn't I- uh, immediately placed as, as a part of, like, oh, no, fuck that. Wash. The stories of wash. It's not really going on, like, oh, like a smear campaign. It's just it's just popping. It's cool. So, the faculty, it's an hour and 44 minutes, which I think I said several times, it does not need to be. I think we was good with no. a good hour 30, hour
1: 20. I, not hour 20, but a bit too short. I feel like maybe an hour 30, 15. 35 15 10 those minutes could have because some of that stuff was kind of pertinent to the plot points. But mm-hmm. I think that there is some just some scenes that are kind of long for no fucking reason. Yeah. Or just come on, guys. Come on, friends. This this we it didn't need to be this long, but people like to make long movies because I, I don't know why. Why they got but a also, story to tell, girl. Because I'm like, feature length is what 120. Like go uh, from, Just about one twenty one thirty. I would chop as much as necessary to get it as tight as possible. Because it, cause when it's bloated, you can kind of feel it. Or if nothing's really happening, or the scene isn't giving a whole lot, like it's not entertaining. Because sometimes scenes are added. They're not necessary, but they're fun. So we have them. And that's fine. But uh, I feel like we maybe could have cut a little bit, or some things could have been shorter. Some mm-hmm. escape scenes um just a little bit of that stuff some Mm -hmm. running some some arguing some teen you know teenage dirtbag behavior it could have (laughs) been it could have been curved a little bit but would i watch this again yes i'm probably going to watch this again within the next six months uh because i'm going to why not i like Uh, sci-fi i like sci-fi i like aliens i like body horror I like those kinds of things now I do like slashers and all kinds of other movies but I do enjoy a good fucking aliens invasion we about to take over the humans because I do quite enjoy it almost all versions of the invaders invasion of the body statues because there's like four to my knowledge and well I think I've seen at least three of them mm-hmm. so and I like them all because I'm like yep this theme it's a good time it's always a good choice at a good time but, but just to yeah. get into,
0: oh yeah, no, oh sorry, back up. Just want to slide in the ratings a bit for this movie before we close everything out. Um, this movie on the internet streets was rated six point five out of ten on IMDb and a fifty five percent on Rotten Tomato. Um, the faculty is at least a seven, seven and a half. I don't know what the fuck
1: you hoes are talking about. Period. Exactly. I'm like fifty five percent, bitch. Y'all are smoking dicks. Um, and, and, yep, they are. Y'all are smoker dicks. Now, of course, you might disagree. Some people might hate this movie. And some of the dialogue is, you know, (laughs) some of the languages, you know, some of it is, you know, reminiscent of the thing. But I don't care about that. I mean, I feel like it's obvious and I'm just like fine with it. I also like the thing. I like this too. I would give this a 7.5. Definitely a 7.5. I lean into Mm. the... Camp. I lean into the teen drama. I'm definitely leaning into the sci-fi and aliens. There is some CD that could use work, but it's 1998. What did what did you want them to do in 1998? You still had phones with fucking call IDs that were separate from the phone. I, come on, come on, guys, leave them alone.
0: Yeah. Yes. Please. Also, sorry. I'm a little entranced by the situation where um, Margaret White. And the gym teacher has cornered Salma Hayek in the the teacher room, in the staff work room. And now they about to put that sauce on her. And I'm like, I... Send help, bitch. I got a pain. Send help.
1: No, not so bajak. I also don't Ugh. like that they they try to make people ugly by putting their hair back and putting their glasses on them. This is the same bitch. You put you just took their glasses off and left their hair down, and you might have put a pinch of concealer underneath their eyes. That is all y'all did. I cannot stand you bitches And speaking of makeup Why the fuck did Lila talk about that makeup That took her 72 minutes to put on Was it? Yeah 72 minutes I was like girl This is a nude What are you talking about <coughs> If you don't get she you some LA colors some or 72 minutes for a lip
0: Go to uh, hell Was it the lashes
1: Was she wearing them? I don't
0: know I don't think so I was trying to be polite
1: She looked like Piper from Fallout 4 So I don't really know it, it
0: I cannot imagine being in a situation at a school and everyone has like some sort of parasitic thing that's going on. It I could just see me right now. I'm at work, gets in my car, and leaves. I I'm trying to do my job. See you guys later. This doesn't sound like what was in my job description.
1: No. No, I first I'm definitely quitting I am quitting Also, I feel like I would have been looking for another school When they tell everybody that the the history teacher Government teacher is drunk all the time Y'all, we just got a drunk co-worker And we just gonna let that rock I need to find a new school yeah, I need to go ahead and put in a for place. a transfer uh, Because fuck that Fuck This that. is not a place definitely but, yeah, not a place. How did you guys feel about this? Oh, by the way, by the end Didn't need to say say this at the end. They they all couple up in the ways that are not, you know. Oh, God. And I'm like, you got Stokely. They took her golf outfit off, which they got this ugly cardigan on her. And I'm annoyed because her outfit was was cute. All right, whatever. You got her with Stan, fine, whatever. You got Casey with Delilah. But we knew that Delilah liked Casey a little bit because if not, she would have slapped him when he sniffed her. So there's that.
0: I'm still rolling my eyes, but I'm also excited because my man's from Greece too plays um Casey's dad. Um, I love seeing him in all the movies. Yep. Yep, he's in Greece too. I think I showed you this. You were like, What? And I was like, Yeah. Um You
1: probably did. You did da, show me. Yes. We just watched that literal you for the back to school jank, she made me watch the entire little Jank of their Again. routine. Yep, again, before we started the episode, as a primer, because reasons. And, you know, I'm not mad at it. But yes,
0: let us know if y'all seen these movies. If you were excited about them, if you hated them, if back-to-school horror or school-based horror is your jam, let us know. You can send us a professional email at grltspod at gmail.com. You can pull up on us on our social media places of where we like to roam, which is Instagram and Twitter, which is at Girl That's Scary. Or if you're just like, girl, fuck that, I just want to do all the other things. Well, guess what? There are other things you could put. I know I got really aggressive with the, all the things. Whatever, bro. Um, you could pull up on our Patreon where we have free content. We have content that's not for the free ski, but whatever, man. Whatever floats your boat. Um, we appreciate everyone who just supports us in general. Like if every listen, every share, every retweet, retweet saying it slow. Um, yeah, shout out again to our Patreon supporters. If it wasn't for y'all, there wouldn't be no us, and that's for all of y'all. And yeah, keep on rocking out wherever you rocking out, uh, with a dildo or your thoughts or your cock out. Um, and yep,
1: that's all wow. I got. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was gonna end that way, but I didn't either. okay, you just all right. We're here. <laughs> Strap up. Wow. Bye guys. Bow, bow, bow. We're gonna go. Hey. Back.
0: Back, back to school again. Shout out to all the educators. Shout out to you for being a human in the world. Shout out for you for pressing and play. And until next time, guys. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.